0: Okay, I think I should be up and running now. Wonderful. Hello, hello to everybody watching this from the future. Today is Wednesday, the 19th of June, 2019. <laughs> um alright, I hope okay, it seems like everything's working today. Hi everybody, how are you doing? How are your Wednesdays? I think this is already off to a better start than yesterday's live cast, so that's that's probably good. Hi, Demeter. I'm on my phone today, so I'm sorry if the, um, if the audio is a little bit different from normal. Hello, hello. Hi, Dallas. Mm. Yeah, I'm on my phone today. Um, when I reached out to CastBox yesterday to ask if they knew why like notifications didn't go out and why the call got dropped, they just said that I should try to um, try it on my phone for a couple days until they figured out what the problem was. So I'm on the phone today. Hi, Aniket. What's the drink tonight? Today I have a tea that I don't know the word for in English. Uh, let me look it up really quick. It's actually my least favorite type of tea that I own. I'm just trying to get rid of it. Um, okay, so, oh, rose hip tea, it's haggabuta it's rose hips, and it has some hibiscus in it. Usually I like hibiscus tea, but I do not like rose hip tea at all. <laughs> see, everybody's joining in, hi, Dee Dee, hello everyone, oh, Indian, I don't think it's Indian. I don't know. It doesn't give me too much information. It just says fruity rose hip with hibiscus in German. So I don't know. That's the tea for today. I'm literally just going to try and drink it as quickly as I can. I do not like how it tastes whatsoever. I'm just trying to get rid of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> you cry laughing at me. That's not very nice. <laughs> I'm going to have a sip of it now, actually. Hold on. You're probably able to hear me drink my tea a lot easier today because I'm using um, iPhone earbuds that have the microphone like right next to my, fa- to my face, next to my mouth face. Oh, boy. Alrighty, so I think we're going to pick up today where we left off yesterday going over some more um, definitions. I think we'll be able to get through them today. And um, then we'll see what we do for the second half. I can't hear your throat. Good. (laughs) That's the ideal. (laughs) Oh boy, I have had such a pretty okay day today so far. Um, I went grocery shopping this morning with my husband, and then this afternoon I went and did some yoga and went swimming in the river, and then I came home and napped for like an hour, hour and a half. That was nice. <laughs> Thank you for the heart, Eneket. I like seeing all of you talking to each other in the chat. Y'all, like, hi. <laughs> it's cute. Oh, man, I'm so exhausted. I literally just woke up from my nap um, maybe like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> so I'm trying to wake up as best as I can. Oof. Try to get some energy going. I don't know why my equivalent with getting some energy was to make myself a cup of my least favorite tea and just down it and hope it feels good. But anyway, that's where we are today. <laughs> oh, can I have another sip of my tea? Mouth sounds. Oh, it does not taste good. mm Throw it down the drain if you don't like it. I don't want to be wasteful. <laughs> I only have like four more tea bags of this tea left. So after this, I won't have to drink too much more. Thank you for the heart, Eunice. Everybody just send me hearts to show me that, um, to show me you're feeling sympathetic to my cause of having to drink horrible tea. as has to not be wasteful. <laughs> Thank you for the heart, Demeter. <laughs> hope everybody's doing great today. I agree, Annika. I hope everyone's great. Thank you for the heart, Dee Dee. Um, Make those for when someone comes to your home as a guest. I do, but very rarely does anybody want it. <laughs> the only person I found who... Thank you for the heart, Dallas. The only person I found who actually likes this tea is my husband's mom. And she doesn't come over very often, so... I have to drink it myself. I just want the storage space back so I don't have to keep all of the tea bags in my tea um, my tea chest cubby thing. The thing where I put all my tea in. <laughs> yeah, husband's mom. <laughs> Why is that so funny? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We're having a... A good start. You guys are obsessed with your husband's mom like us. No. <laughs> no, I'm not. Not really. That's not really a thing. Um, yeah. I haven't actually seen her in months. How long has it been? Three or four months? So, no, I'm not super obsessed. It's literally, I just bought this tea for myself because I love how it smells. And so I thought I would like how it tasted. But I don't, and then everybody who's come over, I try to give them, um, try to give them this tea, but no one ever wants it except for her. We don't like them. I just want to know if Americans are like this. Oh, like if they're obsessed with like, or not obsessed, but like um, hyper aware of mother-in-law interactions. Yeah, kind of. I guess it just depends on the American. I kind of am. Ugh, ugh. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, I might not be able to drink that tea. Oof. <sighs> I'm gonna drink as much of it as I can, but I don't know if I can have too much more. It's so strong. Very nasty. Alrighty, I think we're gonna get started reading some of the um reading some of the terms. I don't think I posted the recordings from yesterday yet, but I think this is going to be part three now in a mini-series going over the different um, queer vocabulary definitions. I'm getting this list from a website called It's Pronounced itspronouncedmetrosexual.com, and this is the comprehensive list of LGBTQ plus vocabulary definitions. If anybody wants to look it up. Since I'm on my phone, I don't know. Can I add things to the chat? Oh, I can. Great. Okay, let me add this link to the chat really quickly. Boop. If everyone, anyone wants to follow along with me, then you can. Um, I'm trying to figure out where we left off yesterday. I think we had just finished with heterosexual and homosexual. And now we're heading into intersex. Does that sound about right? Did you just say blup? Did I? Did I say blup? <laughs> I think I said pull up maybe? I don't know. Maybe I was just making noises. Sorry. (laughs) Have a quick sip of the tea. As a send sound. That sounds like something I would do. Yep. That sounds like something I would say. (laughs) You did. It was cute. I'm just waking up. You can't judge me too hard for what I say right now. (laughs) Oh man. I'm not even going to pretend to be embarrassed. That's that's a thing I do. It's fine. We're fine. Are you guys ready to jump into the list today? Oh, also, my um, one of my cats is here with us today, the one that's always purring. But since I'm not using my normal microphone, I don't know if you're going to be able to hear it if he starts purring today. We shall see... Leon Yes. <laughs> he is my goodest boy. He's just sitting on my desk staring at me. so <sighs> I think he's a little turned off by the idea since the microphone isn't there to hear him today. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Let's jump into this. <clears throat> all right, so today we are starting off all of our definitions with intersex. Um, as has been the past couple of days that we've been doing this, if you, uh, identify with any of these words and you want to talk about your experience with them or anything like that, feel free to call in, be happy to talk to you. Um, and yeah, follow along with the list if you want to do that. Okay. Intersex is an adjective. It's a term for a combination of chromosomes, gonads, hormones, internal sex organs, and genitals that differ from the two expected patterns of male or female, formerly known as hermaphrodite or hermaphroditic. but these terms are now outdated and derogatory um, so something that i this doesn't like this definition doesn't have anything to do with it really, but um I think it's actually pretty co- like it's a little bit more common than people think for someone to be intersex since um, it can be a combination of chromosomes or it can be like external sex organs or internal sex organs. Since there's so much variation on what can make someone intersex, I think only a fraction of the people who are intersex actually know that they are. Um, especially if they have internal uh, sex organs that... Like, obviously you can't see from the outside, so you don't know that they're there. Or if the way that your chromosomes line up and it doesn't actually affect your, like, external presentation of sex. Um, I think it's actually more common for people to be intersex than what people think. So, that's kind of interesting. Little bit of fun fact in there. Cool. Um, yes. Okay. Okay. Um, and also, if anybody has any questions, I'll try to answer any questions that you have, see what I can do. Um, yes, okay. Moving on, a word is lesbian. So that can be a noun or an adjective. It's uh, women who are primarily attracted romantically, sexually, and/or emotionally to other women. Um, this can be uh, trans-inclusive or exclusive. That's like you, you need to ask the person themselves to see if they include or exclude trans women as well in that, but that's what lesbian means. Um, The next abbreviations, there's quite a few in here, but they're LGBTQ, GSM, DSG, and TGNC. So these are all shorthand or umbrella terms for all folks who have non-normative or queer gender or sexuality, and there may be different initialisms people prefer. So I wish it didn't say non-normative because I'm of the belief that a lot more people are LGBT than people know. Or like, there are a lot of people who fall under the queer umbrella who don't know that they do. So I wish that it didn't say non-normative in this, in this, um, uh, definition. But, oh well, that's what they said. Non-majority is more like it. Exactly. So, yeah, I wish it didn't say normative in there. That, oh. That grinds my gears a little bit. Um, Okay, LGBTQ stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer, and or questioning. And then sometimes people put a plus at the end of it in an effort to be more inclusive. Um, I So when I use LGBT or LGBTQ or LGBT+, that's mostly because I feel like I'm directing or I'm talking to an audience that doesn't know any of the other acronyms. And so I use LGBT, like, for example, in this live cast, call it LGBT Party, because I know that most people, even if they're not exposed, like, to the LGBT community, they'll know what LGBT means. Um, So that's why I use that over other acronyms, even though I prefer, or abbreviations, because I prefer those. Anyway. The one that I prefer, which is the next one, is GSRM. They actually only have GSM on this list, but I'm going to say GSRM. And so that stands for Gender, Sexual, and Romantic Minorities. And that is my favorite abbreviation um, for, like, LGBT or anything like that. Um, and it gets his mind, too. Yeah, I think it's much more inclusive. Um I think when I was identifying as bisexual, I was more comfortable using LGBT+. Um, Even though I knew that there were other sexualities, I was like, eh, it's probably fine to just put LGBT. But now that I have a little bit more perspective of being a minority within the minority, um, I definitely prefer GSRM as an abbreviation. It, It feels much more inclusive of everybody. And I like that it has, like, minority in there. Um, I feel like that's a little bit helpful, a little bit more helpful. Um, Yes, so I like GSRM. The next uh, abbreviation is DSG, and I hadn't actually heard this one before, but apparently it stands for Diverse Sexualities and Genders. That's kind of fun. Um, And the last one is TGNC. And that stands for transgender and gender non-conforming. And then sometime you'll see an NB added at the end instead for non-binary. Um, yes, I hadn't heard that one either. Aniketh says, didn't know this one, didn't know the last two. Yeah, I hadn't heard them either before. But I like DSG, the diverse sexualities and genders. Not as much as GSRN, but I do like it. And then um, transgender and gender nonconforming is kind of interesting as, a, as an abbreviation there. I wonder if there's like a subreddit for it with a, probably. Um, other options for these abbreviations include the initialism GLBT or LGBT, as the, and the acronym Quilt Bag, which I had never heard before. Um, quilt Bag stands for queer or questioning. Undecided, intersex, lesbian, trans, bisexual, asexual, or allied, and gay or genderqueer. I think that one's a little bit more, uh, like, kind of more of a reach. I don't like that one so much. Um, Also, since there are so many subs in there, like, queer or questioning, asexual or allied, gay or genderqueer. Um, I, I just prefer GSRM, personally. That one's my favorite. Ooh. The chat's blowing up. Anika says there's always a subreddit. Very true. Unless you're looking for salt and pepper shaker collector collector people, as I found out, there's not a subreddit for that. Um, DSG sounds similar to GSRM along that vein. Yeah, I think so too. I just prefer GSRM because I think DSG, I don't know, it just doesn't feel as good in my mouth. Quilt Laurel Laurel? I'm not sure, sorry. Also says quilt bag, so long since I've heard it. I've never heard that before. Demeter says, sounds funny, quilt bag. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, hi, Mason. Same here, GSRM is effective. Yep. Uh, adding quilt bag to my non swear swear words. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> That's a pretty good um, non swear swear word. I like it. Um, Mason says, how's it going? It's going well. I, Laurel, 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 I'm so sorry. Says, I like GSRM because if you can't describe yourself, you're still included. Yes. It's so nice. Like I like it, especially because if you just say I'm part of the GSRM community, um, you don't have to have an identifier at all. You just know that you're not like the majority, which is like straight and and then you don't have to work... Like, you don't have to give yourself an identity beyond that if you don't want to. I like that a lot more. Um, And it gets us sadly not too many people know GSRM. Yes, I don't like... Like, it's a shame. Ooh, Lily Dunsworth is following me now. Thank you. Mason says, what is it? Um, GSRM is an abbreviation that stands for... um, gender, sexual, and romantic minorities, so yeah. Leah Palmer is following me now, Larelle is following me now, thank you so much, you're gonna get notifications now when I go live, good job. (laughs) Um, yeah, I prefer GSRM, I actually hadn't heard GSRM until maybe like two-ish months ago, maybe a little bit more than that, um, from a YouTuber called Mr. Atheist, actually. He's the first person I heard GSRM from, and I really, really like it. So I've been, I've been using that when I talk to other queer people. Um, and then LGBT when I talk to straight people, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Mason says, I'm here to learn more about these things. Good, I love that. Carol says, I love Mr. Atheist. Yeah, I really like his videos. Annika says, I I literally heard it a couple of weeks ago, the term. Yeah, it was my first time, too. I don't know what it's, like, where it originated, but I really like it. G-S-R-M. Origin? Let's see if we can find something. Mm -hmm -hmm. Um... Looking it up, well, I can find a, a um, web page from 2016 that has it on there, so it's called 21st Century Interdisciplinary Dictionary, and I can see an entry for GSRM as early as March 28th, 2016, so apparently it's been around for a while. Leah Palmer says, I have a feeling it was Tumblr. Vaguely, I remember hearing it on there a couple of years ago. Yeah, maybe. I'm not a Tumblr user, um, so I, I don't know. Yeah, the earliest things that I'm seeing for GSRM are from um, 2016. I think we can probably assume it's a Tumblr thing. <laughs> I have a sip of my tea really quickly. Mouth sounds. Oh, this tea is gross. Ugh, oh, almost done with it. Thank goodness. You know, normal tea bags you can use like once or twice and then they're fine. You can use this tea bag like eight times and the taste, taste is still just as strong. That's how potent it is. It's not good. Alrighty. I think we had a pretty good discussion about LGBTQ and GSRM and DSG and TGNC cool so i think we can move on then um, moving down the list looking for the next abbreviation or anything okay the next abbreviations that i'm seeing on this list are msm and wsw so msm stands for women who have or sorry msm stands for men who have sex with men and wsw stands for women who have sex with women and these abbreviations are used to distinguish sexual behavior from sexual identities. So just because a man is straight, it doesn't mean he's not having sex with men. And just because a woman is straight, it doesn't mean she's not having sex with women. So that's what those abbreviations exist for. Seeing a lot of new people joining the chat. Hello, welcome. We're going over um, a comprehensive-ish list of LGBTQ Q plus vocabulary definitions today, since we get so many um, questions every day about what the terms mean that we use, so we're making sure we go over all of them for everybody. Hello, Barbara. Welcome to the live cast. (laughs) Have another sip of my horrible, horrible tea, and then I'll get back to reading. Oh, God, it's nasty. Okay, only one more sip after that, and then I'll be done. And then we can all stop listening to me complain about it. I'm sorry. Okay, the next, um, next word on here is actually what I identify as. Yay! So this one is pansexual. Um, I'm pansexual. It is an adjective for a person who experiences sexual, romantic, physical, and or spiritual attraction to members of all other gender or of all gender identities and expressions and is often shortened to pan so the way that i define pansexual um is essentially that but just it as an easier version is i can be attracted to anybody <laughs> in any way <laughs> no matter what their body or their gender or anything like that i can be attracted to them what's spiritual attraction good question. I don't know exactly how this website means it because it doesn't put spiritual attraction onto anything else. I think it's just because they were feeling like they had said the same words too much um, But I think you can be spiritually attracted to someone like you you um, are attracted to their personality. I think that's mostly what they mean to it mean by this. Space Room is now following me. Thank you, Space Room. Welcome. You're gonna get notifications when I go live now. Yay! <laughs> I was gonna say spiritual attraction sounds fancy. Maybe something to do with ghosts. <laughs> um, I doubt it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think it, what they mean more, more by that is that you can be um, attracted to someone's like spirit to somebody's personality. That's my guess. Um. Yeah. So sexual being, you want to have like the way that they break it down is experiences sexual attraction. So obviously you want to have sex with them. Romantic attraction that you want to have a romantic relationship with them. Physical attraction meaning you're attracted to their body characteristics. So I'm going to think spiritual attraction is just you're attracted to their personality, to their mental characteristics. That's my guess. Thank you for the heart, Leah. Thank you for the heart space room. Lovely. For all the hearts. I like it. I'm going to have my last sip of tea. Everybody send me hearts in in solidarity. One moment. Okay, that one was probably arguably the worst sip. It is done. Good. I can throw away that tea bag now. Thank you for the Heart Rabbit Hole podcast. Oh, I think you call live cast now. Live cast, thank you. <laughs> cool. I like um, going over pansexual definition. I, just for clarification, I am pansexual in the way that um, I'm sexually, like I'm panromantic, I'm pansexual, all of that. So I can be sexually, romantically, physically, spiritually, all that all of the types of attraction I can experience those towards any other type of person. Annika says you and I are the exact opposite when it comes to attraction like 180 degrees I think so too Annika but maybe that's why we understand each other so well is because we just think of our situation and then reverse it completely so like I totally understand how you feel about attraction and you totally understand how I feel because it's just the exact opposite (laughs) I think that's why (laughs) yeah I'm I'm very much, uh, very much have the potential to be attracted in all the ways to everybody. Maybe. (laughs) That's my guess. Okay. I'm going to keep going. Do, 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 do. Um. Usually romantic or sexual attraction eludes me a little. Can't understand it fully. Fair enough. (laughs) If you don't experience it, I think it is going to be more difficult to understand. I get that. Um, We have things like passing and preferred gender pronouns. I'm going to talk about preferred gender pronouns a little bit, even though it's not like that's not a sexuality or a gender. Since it goes so closely with gender, I'm going to talk about it. So preferred gender pronouns are used during this is often used during introductions, becoming more common as a standard practice. Um, many suggest removing the preferred because it indicates flexibility and or the power for the speaker to decide which pronouns to use for someone else. I guess that's a little that's that's fair. OK, um, in English, at least the gender pronouns are she, he and they Um for clarification, I prefer they pronouns. Um, if somebody misgenders me, like once or just off their tongue without thinking about it, I understand, and I'm not necessarily um, I'm not necessarily taken aback or upset by it. That being said, if somebody is intentionally misgendering me, that's that's not very nice. So I prefer they pronouns, they them pronouns. Um, so instead of saying he went to the store, she went to the store, you can say they went to the store. That's what I prefer. Laurel says same, but I'm not sure what it was to. Sorry. (laughs) I wasn't looking at my phone. I think it might have been about being pansexual, maybe. Um, okay. Moving on from there, um, is, well... I guess we'll put polyamory in here. So um, polyamory is a noun and it refers to the practice of, desire for, or orientation toward having ethical, honest, and consensual non-monogamous relationships. So an example of this is relationships that include multiple partners and this is often shortened to poly. So there are a couple of different ways that you can have a polyamorous relationship. Um, I think the two that people most commonly know about are, um, a relationship where you and your partner are your main partners. And then both of you are just one of you can have sex or can have romantic, um, relationships or anything like that with other people outside of your main partner. But you like, you're still together. You can just also be with other people. Um, another version is having multiple people in a relationship together so you can have three different people who are all in a relationship together so it's not that you have a main partner and both of you go with someone else but you're all three together hope that makes sense hi chance welcome to the live cast today okay the next definition in here is queer and again if anybody has any questions about anything that i'm saying in here just let me know. I'd be happy to try and clarify as much as possible. Okay, um, queer is an adjective, is an umbrella term used to describe individuals who don't who don't identify as straight and or cisgender. And as a noun, you can. It's been used as a slur to refer to people, um, or to refer to someone who isn't straight and or cisgender. Due to its historically derogatory term and how it is still used as a slur in many communities, um, it is not embraced or used by all LGBT plus people. The term queer can often be used interchangeably with LGBTQ queer people. So saying queer people instead of LGBTQ people. Aniket says, some people do some crazy stuff for their partner. Um... I don't know what you mean by that. I don't think that um, like being polyamorous or anything like that is a crazy thing to do for your partner if both of you are consenting. Um, I think it can be a good like experience for both of you, um, potentially, so. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I meant, okay. I'm interested to see what you mean. Wait thing, wait thing. Oh, people do those things, and you don't get it, okay, I get it. I understand, okay, yeah, um, I don't know. I think one day we can have a a live cast talking about polyamory and my feels about it, but maybe not today, but I get it. I know what you mean, um, and I definitely think it's not for everyone i mean there's there're people who have relationships and don't understand like how that works, so. Not poly, just attraction. Okay, okay. (laughs) I just meant attraction in a general sense. Okay, I got you. Well, still I think we can have a talk about polyamory someday. I'm going to add to my board of ideas. (laughs) Polyamory... Chat. Okay. It's on my board. We'll talk about it someday. Um... Oh, up, up, up. Putting my board back. Oh, it's very difficult today. Okay. Um, queer, 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 queer. Yeah. I, I, like, queer can definitely still be used as a slur, but I, I like queer a lot. Um, Queer fits for me. <laughs> and I like being part of the queer community. I think that's that's really easy for me, but I understand that not everybody is okay with it. Um yeah, it was still a word that like was a bad word when I was in elementary and middle school and high school when people were teasing other people, they would say queer and it was derogatory then, but I like it now for myself. I'm seeing a ton of new people joining. Hello everybody my name is Crash. Today we're going over some um, LGBT plus vocabulary definitions. So we're covering different sexualities and different um, gender words, things like that, and just making sure that everybody knows what we're talking about since I use them so often. I want to make sure that all of this is kept somewhere so that people can learn more about the definitions um, so that when they join our live cast, they know what I'm talking about all the time. Okay. Um, okay. The next one is questioning. So this can be a verb or an adjective. As an adjective, it's an individual who, um, or a time when someone is unsure about or exploring their own sexual orientation or gender identity. Um, I think what I've heard the most is like, yeah, is mostly for questioning, sexual orientations, but it goes for identity also. And things like bi curious also apply to questioning. Um Anakin says I'm very accepting even if I don't understand any attraction. That's wonderful. Um and Laurel says I didn't experience attraction, physical attraction until I was twenty four. I think that's perfectly fine and normal. Like everybody experiences things at different paces and some people just never do and that's perfectly okay. Yep, it's 100% fine. Like, anybody who is asexual or aromantic, like, that's valid. It's completely normal. That just happens sometimes, and it's perfectly okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just got really dizzy all of a sudden. I'm so sorry. Okay, I think I need to open a window. Window. It's very warm in here. Okay, dokey. Oh, also, I think I didn't mention this earlier. I'm actually going to be streaming for an extra, like, 15-ish minutes today. Since we were having problems with the live cast yesterday, I did go back and listen to the recordings, and it cut me off. Um, so no one got to hear what I was saying. So I am going to stream a little bit longer today. <laughs> Demeter instantly says yay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be around for another, like, 35-ish minutes. So we have time. Yay. I think that'll actually give us time enough to go through all of these different um, definitions. Cool. Leah says, I guess queer depends on individual people. Personally, it still is a slur around where I live, so I wouldn't use it for myself, but it's great for some people. Yeah, I think that's um, that's totally fair. Like if, if it still uses a slur around you and you don't feel comfortable with it or you don't think that people around you are going to hear it and accept it well, things like that, then it's totally fine to not use it, still use it as a slur. Um, for me personally, I don't think it was ever used as a slur against me. And um, it's helped me like give a definition to my feelings that are just a little bit easier. So yeah, for me, queer is a good thing, but I understand that it isn't that way for everybody. Annika says, yay for extra minutes and hope you're okay with the Disney dizziness. Thank you. I just looked up and suddenly was like, I couldn't look at my uh, laptop screen. I didn't know what it was saying. So hopefully I'm okay. If I just drop away suddenly, you'll all know why. I should be fine though. Um, maybe it was the T. The horrible, horrible T. Alrighty. Keep to keep going, um, two um, abbreviations here are... It's that disgusting tea. It must be. (laughs) Um, Two abbreviations are QPOC and QTPOC. So these are initialisms that stand for queer people of color and queer and or trans people of color. And these are super, super good and super important initialisms to remember. Um, As queer people... I hope it's okay that I'm going to say queer people. Or as GSRM people... Like, we do have things a lot more difficult, we tend to, than, like, straight cis people in the world. Um, But that being said, we need to remember that, like, the people of color, like, the queer people of color or trans people of color in our lives do have it even more difficult. They're often discriminated against and are in more danger on a daily basis than, like, the white people around. So these are good abbreviations to keep in mind. D says, you read my mind about the T. Yeah, we had the same thought process going. And it gets us true. It is true. Super important. Um, yeah. Um, I'm just looking at next definitions. Okay, the next one is SGL. So this is an abbreviation for same gender loving. Um, And that's an adjective which is sometimes used by some members of the African-American or black community to express a non-straight sexual orientation without relying on terms and symbols of European descent. And I did not know about this one until I was looking at this list, so that's also really interesting to learn. Um, Another abbreviation is SAAB, and so that stands for Sex Assigned at Birth, and... um, I'll just read out the definition here. So this is a phrase used to intentionally recognize a person's assigned sex, um, the sex that they were assigned at birth, and not their current gender identity. So sometimes this can also be called designated sex at birth, or DSAB, or sex coercively assigned at birth, SCAB. Um, and then the specific identities within sex assigned at birth are AMAB and AFAB, AMAB AMAB stands for Assigned Male at Birth, and AFAB stands for Assigned Female at Birth. Gigi <laughs> says that sounds so smooth. SGL, I like it too. Same gender loving. It's cute. Um. Yes. Yeah, so, for examples, for like the sex assigned at birth, like I'm assigned female at birth, so I'm AFAB. Even though that's not my gender identity, I'm agender, so that has nothing to do with my assigned gender at birth. (laughs) Eniket says, everything on this list has been interesting. Well, except heteroromantic and heterosexual, because everyone knows them. (laughs) Yeah, um, I'm not entirely sure why they were on this list, since it specifically says that it's an LGBTQ plus list, but I figured I would just include them anyways. I agree, though. I like um, seeing a little bit of everything on here. It's nice, and when we get to the end, if there's anything that anyone's like, anyone is able to think of that I didn't cover, like we'll talk about those too. So, we'll just see how uh, inclusive and complete this list really is. Hmm. <clears throat> um, to keep scrolling a little bit. <clears throat> excuse me all right the next one that i'm seeing is scoliosexual, and this is an l el- or an adjective saying Pri- being primarily sexually romantically and or emotionally attracted to some gender queer transgender transsexual and or non-binary people and that's one that i had never heard before this word i've never heard before besides or except for like when i I originally went over this list yesterday when nobody was listening because <laughs> the website wasn't working. Um, I wonder a little bit if this isn't too close to, like, trans fetishizing or, like, gender nonconforming fetishism. Um, but it's interesting to know that there's a word for it because I did not know that. Thank you for following me, Josh. Joshua Davidson. <laughs> um, Demeter says, I once saw a list... That listed LGBT plus with all letters in it and it included straight. I thought it's funny because that just meant everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that's the same way when um like LGBT plus includes ally. I'm like, that's not, that's not what LGBT plus means. You can be an ally without being included in an acronym. Thank you very much. Dee says, exactly it beats the point of having one to begin with. It really does. <laughs> And that's also one of the reasons why I like GSRM more is because people don't try to argue that like homosexual or heterosexual or heteroromantic are included in it. It it's not something that's even thought of. So I long story short, I really like GSRM. <laughs> okay. Um Oh, they do have a definition in here for spiritual attraction. To go back to all of our questions, wondering what this like author meant by spiritual attraction earlier. It says, A capacity that evokes the want to engage in intimate behavior based on one's experience with, interpretation of, or belief in the supernatural, experienced in varying degrees, often conflated with sexual attraction, romantic attraction, and or emotional attraction. Interesting. Okay, so I completely misinterpreted that earlier, but still good to know. Leah Palmer says so. It was ghosts after all. You were totally right. It was totally ghosts. <laughs> the examples they have in here are like religious teachings and messages from a deity, but I think you are right. I think it was ghosts. And a says like sex with a ghost. I don't think that's what they mean, but at this point, I have no idea. <laughs> Jackie says it's really great you're doing this. Thank you. I hope so. I hope this is going to be helpful. Like I said, we just have so many people who join us every day who, like, ask me what LGBT stands for or ask me what, like, being pansexual means. So I hope that this is going to be helpful and useful for people who want to listen in the future. You know, I'm really happy that this um, author covered what they meant by spiritual attraction earlier I guess, in this way, I'm not spiritually attracted to anybody. <laughs> this is a very weird thing on the list. Spirit yeah, I don't know what they mean by that. Does this mean that maybe this is for people who like think that they've had sex with God? I don't know i I don't know. <laughs> Joshua says, "I'm familiar with most of this, but I'm happy to see this sort of content here. Thanks. Yeah, I'm happy to I'm happy to be covering it. <laughs> and I'm sorry for anybody if this is like really repetitive if you already know everything and you don't learn anything from this. Um, but I hope that you enjoy it anyway. gives a whole new definition of "Oh God, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think that's what they mean. I don't know. All right, let's, let's keep going. Um, we're almost done, actually. Okay, the next one is third gender. So this is a noun for a person who does not identify with either man or woman, but identifies with another gender. This gender category is used by societies that recognize three or more genders, both contemporary and historic, and is also a conceptual term meaning different things to different people use it as a way to move beyond the gender binary cool everyone's laughing at aniket yep um uh i wish that i could give a better example like in english to be like yeah some people can be man woman or eh, but we don't have something like that so third gender that's a good word for it cool Um, the next one, and this is kind of a, uh, like four parter, I guess. And so this is just trans and then we'll go over each part individually. So trans on its own is an adjective. So it's an umbrella term covering a range of identities that transgress socially defined gender norms. Um, trans with an asterisk is often used in written forms, but not spoken to indicate that you're referring to the larger group nature of that term and specifically including non-binary identities as well as transgender men and transgender women, trans men, trans women. Cool. Um, to add a little bit more context to that, transgender as or so that has two definitions. One is a gender description for someone who has transitioned or is transitioning from living as one gender to another. So, um, and then the second one is an umbrella term for anyone whose sex assigned at birth and gender identity now do not correspond in the expected way. And I really hate that they wrote it like that, but that's just how they wrote it. <clears throat> so the example here is someone who is assigned male at birth but does not identify as a man now. So they can identify as um, a woman. They can identify as non-binary. They can identify as third gender, like we just learned. Something along those lines. Um, and, oh, I was in a, I'm in a Facebook group right now that's for agender people, and someone went in there, um, to ask, like, did a, do a poll to see how many of the agender people in this group identify as transgender, or as identify as trans as a whole. So I just want to clarify that I do not consider myself to be transgender, um, I'm assigned female at birth, I am a gender and like I prefer the them pronouns. I don't have a gender, but I do not consider myself transgender. <clears throat> Just to make that clear: <laughs> um, trans man and trans woman. So, in the case of a trans man, it's a man who was not assigned that gender via sex at birth. Um, For a trans woman, it's a woman who was not assigned that gender via sex at birth. And in either case, it is a person who has transitioned either socially, medically, and or legally from that assignment, so that sexual assignment at birth, to their gender identity now, which is signified by the last part of the term, so the man or woman part. Um, This is also referred to as men and women, though some slash many trans people prefer to keep the prefix trans in their identity label. So that's going to be completely up to you. Annika says, how would you? You're getting rid of gender, not accepting a different one. Exactly. And that's why I don't consider myself to be transgender. Um, But since it was something that came up in the uh, Facebook group, I thought I would just mention it here to be clear. (laughs) And it says, by the way, anyone who hasn't must watch and listen to the song The Village by Rabel. I'm not sure how it's pronounced on YouTube. You recommended that one to me. I thought it was pretty good too. Um, Even if the music wasn't like the type of music I normally listen to, I liked the video a lot. Um, Okay. The next one is Transsexual. So this, I don't think this is often you. this isn't used as often as transgender, but it's still on here, so we'll cover it. Um, so this is a person who identifies physiologically as a gender slash sex other than the one to which they were assigned at birth. Transsexuals often wish to transform their bodies hormonally and surgically to match their inner sense of gender and sex. So a trans, like a trans man doesn't necessarily mean that he's also transsexual Same goes the other way. You can be transsexual without considering yourself transgender. Um, Yeah, so that's, I think it's up to personal preference. But transgender is definitely more commonly used than transsexual. Um, Okay, seeing a lot more people joining. Hello, everybody who's joining. My name is Crash. We talk about LGBT topics on this uh, live cast here. And today we're going over a whole list of LGBT plus vocabulary definitions. Very fun. I'm getting this list off of a website called itspronouncedmetrosexual.com and this is um, what they've called a comprehensive list of LGBTQ plus vocabulary definitions. So, I hope you're enjoying it. And if you want to listen to the whole first half, or the first two parts of these definitions, then you can head to my channel, make sure you're following me. Head to my channel, to my recordings, and I have the first parts in there. Joshua says, I used to say transsexual until about 10 years ago, and very few, mostly older people still do. Yeah, that was my impression, too, is that not very many younger people are using the word transsexual nowadays. Um, But, you know, it's still in here, so I thought we would still cover it. Um... Okay, and then the last one that we're going to cover, this took like 42 minutes. I'm super okay with this. <laughs> um, the last one we're going to cover is Two Spirit. And so this is an umbrella term traditionally within Native American communities to recognize individuals who possess qualities or fulfill roles of both feminine and masculine genders. Ho-ho. And with that, I think we're done with this list. And the kid says they weren't kidding with quote-unquote comprehensive. I'm glad they included so many. Me too. Um, When I was first looking up a list to go through, it it only had like literally LGBT, agender, asexual, done. And I was like, well, that's not a whole list at all. So I'm happy that I found this one. Um, Yeah, this is pretty good. It's probably not everything. Like, I'd be very surprised if this actually had everything in it. Um but I still think they did a pretty good job. Thank you for the heart. Uh I think it's just to a guest ID, but ID one three nine seven eight eight six five. Thank you for the heart. Dee Dee says two spirit and same gender loving are my takeaway from today. Awesome! Well at least you got a takeaway or takeaways. Hi Richard, am I being too loud? Am I talking too loudly? No. You mean, ah, okay. (laughs) Well, we got through everything. I mean, there's still some terms. Thank you for the heart, Jackie. Um, There are still also some terms that I didn't cover from this list. Um, So things like bisexual or biological sex or like biphobia or um, um, cis sexism, closeted, coming out, um, down low, drag king and drag queen, uh, emotional attraction things like that I didn't cover so if you do want to check out this list for yourself I'll put it into the chat right now send and then you can look at it yourself but uh yeah I think we got through everything that I deem to be a sexual or sexuality or a um a gender or sexuality or romantic minority I think I got through everything today or over the past couple of days. Joshua says, to be fair, a totally comprehensive list would be about 100 pages long. Yeah. <laughs> they even say that. Like, they have comprehensive with an asterisk. And the asterisk on the website says, this list is neither comprehensive nor enviable. Invo- inviol-able? I don't know how to pronounce that. Inviolable. Inveolable. Never to be broken, infringed, or dishonored is what it means. Um, but it's a work in progress towards those goals. With identity terms, trust the person who is using the term and their definition above it, above any dictionary. These definitions are created are a creation of a cultural commons, emails, online discussions, and in-person chats, with the initial curation being mine, and then growing into a collaboration between Med, Meg Bulger and me at thesafezoneproject.com. So... Everybody knows this isn't a 100% complete list, but it's it's good. <laughs> it's definitely a good start. Some I haven't heard before. There were some I haven't heard before either. So this is this is pretty cool. Um, I've also just clicked onto the safe the safezoneproject.com to see what that is and this looks really good. And everybody should probably check this out, especially, um, I think this would be good not only for LG, like for queer people, LGBT people, but also for allies. So if anyone wants to go to the safe you can check that out also. It says the safe zone project is a free online resource for powerful, effective LGBTQ awareness and ally training workshops. So I'm going to check that out a little bit later myself. Um, for anybody who is joining me the first time, I want you to I want everybody to know that um, my live chat and like all of my social media is a completely safe space, so I hope that nobody will ever feel judged or uncomfortable talking to me or going on to any of my social media places or anything like that. I'm a 100 percent safe space. I'm here for you. Richard gave me a heart. Thank you very much. Lovely. Oh, you know, if we'd been streaming for the, just the hour, we'd be already done by now. Or just like we'd be finishing up right now. We have 15 more minutes. <laughs> Thank you for the heart, Joshua. I've gotten so many hearts today. This is really nice. I'm going to have to go back and count all of them. And Richard says, feeling is mutual about the safe space. Good. I like more safe spaces in the world. I want to count all the hearts. See how many I've gotten today but I don't know if I'm gonna be able to. Let's see if I can scroll faster than this can update me. We have four. Uh, Checking, checking. Oh my gosh, everybody's been so active in the chat today. I have to scroll so far. Five, six, seven, and... still scrolling can i do it eight nine ten eleven twelve i think we've gotten 12 hearts today oh and just pushed me to the very bottom all right well i think we've gotten like 12 hearts today that's awesome the rabbit hole podcast as well i'm not much of a safe space in the hole that's not good laurel sent me a heart also thank you (laughs) Annika says, this is good. The Safe Zone project looks good. It really does. Yeah, I'm going to have to look around on that a bit more. For sure, I will have to look around that more. Um, it looks like they have, like, a curriculum for if you want to, like, um, put on, like, a training resources. And then, like, for other people, like, a little conference or something. And then you can also... Go through online courses yourself to figure out how to talk about gender and sexuality with other people. This is very exciting. I might have to do this course myself. Yeah, I'm definitely doing this myself. Mm-hmm. This is super cool. Maybe we could go over this one day. Like, I could just lead one of these two-hour The forum curriculum thingies. That sounds really good. That even has handouts, recommended watching and reading. Yeah, it looks super cool. Rap Podcast says, I respect your zones of safety, though. Thank you very much. I appreciate that respect. I'm actually going to add the Safe Zone Project curriculum to my whiteboard of ideas. (laughs) My idea board. Because I think it would probably be a really good idea for us to go over that. The Safe Zone Project Curriculum. It's added to the board. Woohoo. Brilliant. Okay, what do we want to do for the last 15 minutes? Wait, since I didn't have any plans. Oh, I'm also thinking that tomorrow, and Aniket, I think you're going to be super excited about this. I think that tomorrow we can go through um, some LGBT book recommendations. I know we talked about doing that a couple days ago. Um, I don't have too many myself, but I know that there was some go like some back and forth in the chat between Dee, Dee and Aniket talking about some LGBT books and stuff like that. So maybe we can do that tomorrow. And it says, the handles are great. I might print some of these. Yes. Cool. Um, Richard says, what is something about LGBT that you are trying to understand more? Um, I don't know if I have a... I don't know if I have an answer to that. Um, I feel like everything that I'm aware of, I... Understand, even if it's not something that I feel myself, I understand it. So, I don't know if I'm trying to understand anything more. That being said, like, if anybody ever wants to, like, ever has something that they want to talk to me about or try and educate me on, I'm all for it. <laughs> like, I just want to know how other people are feeling, you know? And yeah. Didi says, I've been waiting. For the books live cast. Yeah, I'll do everything I can to get some recommendations going. And it says, yay, books. I love books. But sad to say I haven't read too many about LGBT. Maybe tomorrow what I'll do then is just look up a list of like 50 LGBT books. And then we'll just go through synopses and see if anything sounds good to anyone. Let's, I'm going to look up right now like queer book recommendations and then we'll just see what comes up and I'll see if I can find okay I'm not going to open this web page but I literally just found one this says the ultimate LGBTQIA plus pride book list so there must be some out there <laughs> let's see yeah this is a big list too I think we'll have enough to talk about tomorrow. Maybe we'll find some some gems in there that we didn't know about. Hmm. Leah Palmer says, was would love the book podcast. I'm trying to find some books to read. Perfect. Yeah, we'll do that tomorrow then. That sounds really good. Annika says, I'll send you a list on uh, book lists on IG and Instagram too. I found many awesome. Yeah, we'll go over those tomorrow. I can think of maybe four myself. So that's not too many, but we'll have enough content for tomorrow, I'm sure. We'll go over books. And in the meantime, everybody can just think of LGBT books, LGBT plus books that they know about, and we will do that. Cool. Can we add to the roadmap some LGBT scientists focused studies? Yeah, for sure. Oi. I'll add it to the board right now. Studies about LGBT plus. It's on the roadmap. (laughs) Richard says, I want to read some dissertations as well. You should. A lot of dissertations are made available. So yes. What's fun is that many of the LGBT movies were adapted for books. Yeah, I think Brokeback Mountain is like the primary example of that, right? Oh, I want to say also that I started watching the Umbrella Academy. Um, I know a lot of you were excited about that the other day. I'm, let's see, I think I'm about halfway into the third episode. It's okay. (laughs) I want to be so excited about it, but something isn't hitting me exactly right. So I think I'm going to finish this episode, and if it still isn't calling to me perfectly, then I'll probably give up on it. But then I'm going to switch to the um uh, Haunting of Hill House. I think that'll be the next one that I try after this. Um Doesn't he buy kids in the beginning? Yeah, pretty much. He adopts them. And in some cases, that means buying them. <laughs> I'm just excited that Ellen Page is in it. <laughs> I love her. Okay, putting my board back up on the wall. We added a lot of topics onto the board today. I have three new topics, so. Great. I would recommend S-Town. It's a sad, true story. I don't know what that is. Um. I'm not into true stories too much, though they make me sad. <laughs> um, it's a great co- it's a great podcast, but truly sad. Ooh, nah, I don't want to watch or listen to sad stuff. Hill House is so good, ten out of ten. Recommend. Okay, I'll watch that probably then today or tomorrow. Indeedy says you'll be hooked from the beginning. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Jackie says, "I stopped watching Umbrella Academy*. I'm rewatching *Orphan Black*. I haven't watched *Orphan Black*. I think I should. Um, and *Haunting of Hill House*. Excellent. Yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna watch next. Then. Is *Haunting of Hill House* like horror-y or suspense-y or what is it? Like, what's 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 going on with it? Tell me a little bit about it. Yes, it's horror. Cool." I dig that. It's kind of a horror-thriller mix. Okay. That sounds like it'll be up my alley. I like horror movies and stuff, so... Should be good. (laughs) Orphan Black. Orphan Black is freaking phenomenal. Cool. I'll give that a try then also. Aniket says, it's horror, but it's like nothing you've ever seen before. Oh my gosh. that Those are some big words, Aniket. Okay. <laughs> I'll try that then tonight, and we'll see if it lives up to all of the hype. <laughs> Thank you for the heart, Richard. Getting so many hearts today. I appreciate it. Um... I was going to say something. What else was it going to be? Oh, I am not actually... Uh, I plan to release vi- like YouTube videos every Wednesday on queer topics. Today was not the day for me. Um, I have been having kind of a rough couple of days. I've been really tired and just not had the energy to film. So I didn't have the energy to film yesterday or today to prepare. So I'm going to release a video tomorrow. Um, I think it's going to be... Kind of the same breakdown of like our LGBT movies that we were talking about the other day. So I'll just go through my absolute favorites and talk about that on my YouTube channel tomorrow. I just don't have the time to do it today. And again, I'm super tired. Which isn't the best excuse, but that's what we're going to be doing. Excuse me. Wonderful. Oh, I told you guys. (laughs) And it says now I have to rewatch Haunting of Hill House. We can rewatch it together. Um, I told you guys that I had the um, job interview yesterday, right? Did I tell you that I actually got it? Yay! Congratulations to me. (laughs) I don't know if I remember saying that I got the job, but I did. Very happy about that. Richard says, woot woot. (laughs) Ah, congratulations. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) I'm happy to get it. So I'll be starting that job on the 1st of July... Um, which is good because it means, gives, a, gives me a couple of days to still be able to enjoy my birthday and just uh, exist, have a little bit of a relax until the job starts. So thank you for all the congratulations. <laughs> um, what's the job about? It's in customer service, so it's like answering emails, but I still get my own hours and I can still work from home, so it's exactly what I wanted. Very, very happy about it. <clears throat> Excuse me. My voice is going. What's the time in Germany? It's currently 7.09 p.m. Working from home is the best thing. I could not agree more. It's my favorite. I've been working from home since 2016 now, so I need it. (laughs) I need to work from home. I'm used to it. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, I know. It's exciting, though. Um, yes, what, was, what else was I going to say? I think that's maybe it that I had. I'm just excited to get started. When's the birthday? My birthday is on June 28th. I'm going to be turning 25. Ah! <laughs> I'm growing up. <laughs> and I'm excited. I don't have any plans for my birthday Um. This year not really I might do like a what's what I'm thinking of I might do um like a picnic in the in the forest nearby my house. I'll still probably live stream though <laughs> so so whether you like it or not you guys are gonna hear all about my birthday on June twenty eighth next Friday. Exciting if I don't stream on my birthday then I'll just do a 2 hour stream the day after or something. We'll see. We'd love to. Oh, you're sweet. <laughs> We're going to celebrate together. Okay, I'll I'll stream on my birthday then. Can have a little birthday party. On my birthday though, everybody has to have a cup of tea. We're going to do a sound off sound off in the chat so everyone has to say what kind of tea they have. So if you don't have any tea at your place of residence right now, make sure you do before next Friday. <laughs> I think that's only fair. That's the fairest trade-off, right? <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to it, though. It'll be nice. Dee <sighs> says, yes, deal. Okay, good. I have peach tea, bang energy tea. Drink tea. What? <laughs> that probably counts. It has tea in the name twice. I'm going to say that counts. Annika says, I have green tea. Okay, awesome. We'll all be prepared for next Friday then. Not this Friday, but next Friday. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Oh. I'm excited to talk about the books tomorrow also. I've kind of been on a new, like, um, a book binge again recently. And so I feel like it's going to be nice to get some recommendations going since I've kind of run out of books. (laughs) I've read, like, my same three favorite books, like, four times recently. So it'll be nice to get some new recommendations going. Dee says side note the way he looks. I watched it and it was so sweet. Oh, I'm so happy, Red Lair, that you watched it and enjoyed it. <laughs> Everybody needs to watch it. It is so good. I'm happy you had loved it. It is super sweet. It's it's all the good vibes, the good feels. Aniket, would, um, would Goodreads be a good place to make a list of all the queer books that we're talking about tomorrow? Or should we just go based off of links? What do you think? Because I really liked being able to make um, the list on IMDb so if we can make another list similar to that on, like, on Goodreads then I'd be happy to do that. Ugh. Are you doing for the rest of the day. Ooh, I'm making lasagna today. That'll be nice. <laughs> oh, well, I certainly got my. Um... Demeter says my favorite meal. It's one of mine too. I'm I'm vegan. If you didn't know that. And so I'm making it with uh, cashew cheese, which is my favorite, it's so good. So I'm making it with cashew cheese and we're gonna put some paprika into it, some red bell pepper, some zucchini, it'll be super good. Vadim says, how many uh, genders are there currently? I-, I cannot count all of the genders. <laughs> I don't know, a lot. I think it also depends on whether you consider like someone who's non-binary, depending on where they are on the spectrum of gender, if you consider each possibility of the, of the locations on the spectrum to be a gender, because if that's the case, then I think you could just say infinite. <laughs> on Goodreads, you can find lists voted on by thousands of people. On Google, you can find what critics like. Hmm, okay, goodreads probably sounds better then. hope that answers your question, buddy. um alrighty, I think I'm gonna get going now. I think we had our one hour and fifteen ish minutes, so hopefully this made up for yesterday. I know that yesterday, like after we came back after I found out that um the live chat wasn't working, I wasn't the most uh enthusiastic, so I hope. My energy levels were a little bit better today. You're more honest today. Um, Yep, I enjoyed getting through the list though. So this was part three of all of the mm, definitions. Yeah, all of the sexuality, gender, romantic definitions. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm gonna get going now but I will see you again tomorrow if this is your first time listening to me make sure that you follow me now so that you'll get a notification when I go live I go live every single day at 6 p.m central european summertime um that's 12 noon eastern standard time and 9 a.m pacific standard time Bis this I'll see you all soon bis Morgan. yep um Yep, hope you have a great day. I'm gonna talk to you all tomorrow. Have a good day. Be safe. Be nice to each other. All that good stuff. Okay, bye.